This is the Franchise QB Podcast, where we empower entrepreneurs to win big in franchising. We huddle up weekly to educate our audience about the most successful small business model ever created, franchising. Welcome to the Franchise QB Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Halpern, a 20-year industry veteran and entrepreneur. My mission is for listeners to achieve their American dreams of creating wealth and independence through franchise ownership. Every week, we speak with franchisees, franchisors, or vendors that support the industry. Thank you for joining us, and let's get started. Joining us in the huddle today is David Luke, partner in Pink Zebra Moving. Welcome to the show, David. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. So let's start with your background in franchising. I know you've been in the space for a long time. Just give us a little flavor for your background in uh, the franchise space. Yeah. Uh, actually, first off, franchising, actually franchise churches, uh, Methodist churches for 10 years. Uh, okay. I thought you were thinking churches chicken, but you're talking about churches, churches chicken, actual churches, <laughs> Methodist churches. I planted three of those churches, which is a franchise in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and met my business partner, Ron, actually, while I was uh, planning my third church. And uh, Ron Holt, he was the uh, founder of Two Maids. And he said, look, I'm looking to franchise a maid service concept. And you've been franchising churches. I'm sure we could work together to franchise a maid service concept. So that kind of took me on a road uh, where I was preaching on Sundays at the church I planted. And then Monday through Friday, I was helping build uh, a maid service concept. We did that for 10 years, built two maids to right at 100 units. Uh, We sold that concept in 21, knowing that we wanted to stay in the service space in franchising. We started Pink Zebra Moving in 21, really started franchising it last year. So funny, you know, about a 20-year history of church franchising and now you know, 12 year history of, uh, planting other type yeah, very franchises. Cool. Awesome. So, um, let's kind of go right into pink zebra. So that's the brand we're talking about today. Um, at pink zebra moving, your motto is we make moving fun and your vision is to build the world's first happy moving company. I've right. been through several moves in my career from a condo to a townhouse to a single family as my family grew. Um, so tell me, and I know that the experience isn't always very pleasant, but it's something you have to do. So tell us why that's important to, to Pink Zebra. Well, we want to do moving differently. Everybody can tell you uh, if they've ever moved before, moving is stressful. One of the most stressful things you do uh, in your life is to pack up your stuff and move to a new location. So we want to make it fun. Uh, when you look at the moving companies over the past you know, 40, 50 years, but that's been the experience of customers, that it's not been fun, it's been stressful, there's even been improper practices, bait and switch practices, getting quoted one thing, showing up, doing another. Moving companies have been able to do that. Moving companies, because of the demand, have been able to do unscrupulous, unethical practices. So we want to take the frustration out of moving, and ultimately we want to go the next step and make it fun. So what we do is just different. Uh, we're we're having a good time moving. Uh, we're we're putting on a show uh, for every move. We're leaving surprises behind. We're buying meals. We're doing things that are proactive in that 
you know, you know, in that time of stress for the customer. So yeah, that absolutely. has been exciting because, you know, we made moving fun for them. Yeah, that's so great. Very cool. And just to kind of, yeah, awesome. So just to kind of go back, you mentioned Ron Holt, how the two of you um, kind of founded Two Maids and a Mop, spent 10 years plus growing it, had a successful exit. You didn't have to then work with him again on this project. Clearly, you chose to do that for a reason. So tell us a little bit about kind of how the two of you work together and why you chose to kind of bring him in as a partner on this leadership team to launch this new one. Well, the, the I guess we had probably um, complementing skill sets is probably the best way to put it. Um, okay. It made sense for us to work together on another brand. We had some, you know, magic on on the first one had very good luck um but what he is skilled at vision casting um creating the vision um setting the goal for the the brand itself and the operation side of it i like the development side of what we do so really those two things those two tracks kind of allow us to work together in that uh in that venture you know yeah no, that makes perfect sense it's good to have complementary skill sets and leadership. So I, mm -hmm. I get why you guys did that. So you just mentioned vision a moment ago. So what is your big vision for Pink Seed Removing? What do you guys have in mind for what this thing's going to look like? You know, ultimately we started out with probably a small vision. We wanted to see if, if the moving industry was fragmented like we thought, if it was broken like we thought. And to our surprise, that's what we found out. After the first year, we've garnered about a thousand reviews in just one year. Wow. I mean, we, we didn't even do that in the maid service world. So it's like customers were begging for it and we didn't realize it. So once we started it, once we thought, you know, this, this actually could work. Now we've been a year franchising this and now we're seeing in the different markets across the country, we're seeing customers say, you know, this is a different experience. This is something. So ultimately I think we're going to create a different segment in moving. You know, you want your traditional movers, you want this, but if you want to have a good experience with your move, you're going to think pink zebra moving. We probably are going to have people that are going to copy us uh, and do some of the things we're doing and moving. But ultimately, this space needed innovation, just just like with maid service. That space needed innovation. That space needed things that uh, didn't have. And, and and we did it in that space. And it, it's fun to do it in this space as well. So what yeah. that looks like long term, gosh, I'm excited to see. We'll see. That's awesome. So, I mean, let's talk about the $86 billion moving industry. As you mentioned, it's fragmented, right. a lot of independent players. There are some franchise people in this, uh, in this category. How does Pink Zebra fit into the competitive landscape? Well, let me first tell you that the, the, in franchising, it's a weird space. Uh, most concepts, most verticals have multiple different concepts. Take hamburgers. McDonald's, Burger King, Hardee's, Jack in the Box. You have a ton. Burger Ann, you have a ton. Tacos, you have a ton. Um, home Health, you have a ton. In moving, you actually, in franchise moving, you only have two. Two men in a truck, college hunts, hauling junk. Those are your other two moving companies that are franchised. Now, interestingly, interestingly enough, two men in a truck is effectively sold out in the U.S. Really no more markets. They're about 90-something percent sold. Uh, college hunts. Very similar. They're almost sold out. They're about 280-something units in. So those kind of things, step, wait a minute, if they're already sold out, if they're already doing well, and these these brands are almost sold out across the country, well, there's something to that. Uh, sure. 
So we're really the third, you know, entry into this space. You know, we're not crowded with a lot of other players in franchising. So that makes it fun too, uh, to be in this space. So that made a lot of sense to us. I probably, what was your question? I probably got way. No, that, you did answer it. And, and I was curious, like, you know, you're, you're, kind of positioning Pink Zebra to be a disruptor in the space right. where you're focusing on the customer experience and fun and something that's not as stressful, knowing that, you know, this is a very challenging time and a lot of people's life, an exciting time, challenging time. So what in your mind makes Pink Zebra different to kind of stand out other than the availability of inventory? Well, just the experience to the customer. You know, that, that's part of our process. That's a, even part of our validation process for folks that want to do it. Look at what our customers are saying of how we're different. You know, when the markets were open, uh, I don't think we have any market below a 4.9 rating on Google. Really what we're seeing is a shift in that industry because the customers are saying it to us. You know, it, it's kind of like the Chick-fil-A versus KFC. They both sell fried chicken. They both sell fried chicken sandwiches. The Chick-fil-A model provides a higher level of service than your KFC. As a result, a KFC would do a million dollars in average unit sales. Chick-fil-A would do $8 million in average unit volume. So the customers have asked for it. The customer demand it now. And so when you do that, when you do a customer service forward kind of brand like we're doing, that is where you start seeing the difference. And now we're seeing the customers are seeing the difference. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a pretty yeah. great way to kind of separate yourself. So, you know, if I'm a Pink Zebra customer, mm-hmm. how am I going to feel that? What's How's my experience with Pink Zebra different than your traditional um, kind of generic moving company? What, what like, during that whole experience of, you know, selecting you guys, having you in my home, going through the move, what's different? So, Mike, let's just put it in your case. You have a dog, right? Uh, you have a dog you probably love in your surprise. We're probably going to leave a surprise box for you. We're going to have toys for your dog in that surprise box. We're going to get to know you as a customer. Moving companies don't normally do that. They just get your, how many rooms, how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms done. We're done. We get to know you as a customer. All call center actually does that, uh, where we're getting those details. How many kids do you have? How long have you been married? Where'd you go to school? Uh, do you have any pets, animals, all that kind of stuff. We're getting all that information to build up a uh, really a welcome gift uh, to you and your family and, and your dog. Um, but we're <laughs> learning more about you as a customer so that we can provide the customer service that we're known for. That's another that's awesome. difference. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I like that. So um, you, you have a candidate on the franchise side that decides that Pink Zebra Moving is the right investment for them. Um, they come on board. How do you help them with training and support? What are the basic, um, you know, access that they get with your team to get trained on this model and support? I'm, I'm assuming you're not looking for people that have a background in the moving space. Um, so let's talk about, you know, how you get them up to speed as an owner. So even today, we are doing training this week in Birmingham. Uh, the first is really a six-week program to get their DOT licensing and other things they're going to need for licensing the business. But one week on hand in, in Birmingham with a, normally other uh, candidates in the process uh, mm-hmm. to become franchisees. Uh, usually that training is once a month and we usually have two to three uh, trainees during uh, that session. Then on site, we spend a week with you and your staff to get you trained, ready to go. Uh, so one week in Birmingham, one week with you in your new office location. Okay. Uh, 
to January now. I, we are training. Uh, our trainers are on the road through April. We're opening in Boston, in New Jersey, San Antonio, Atlanta, Mobile. I'm not going to say St. Louis. Uh, gosh, we've got others. Uh, but literally every week until April right now, we're, we're booked with new opens. Uh, okay. We'll and then is there also like a, like a Pink Zebra University or some type of digital component beyond the two weeks of training that they access to kind of understand what's going on? We we have an operations manual and, and we have online components, but no, there's not really a Pink Zebra University at this stage. Okay. You know, yeah, is that sure it'll come down the road. You guys are emerging. I get that. We, we're really emerging at this stage, 42 uh, units currently. I, I would say that's probably going to be a part. Uh, we did create a two major university uh, about five years in, but we're mm-hmm. our, our speed up process is a little quicker with Pink Zebra. So we may... You know, we may be looking at doing a university next year. Yeah. So relative to uh, two maids, have you seen the growth of Pink Zebra? Is it analogous? Is it quicker? Is it slower? Quicker. What's kind of been the experience ramping it up? It, it really is 10 times quicker than okay. what we saw at two maids. We, I think in our best year, we probably did 12 units, maybe 12, 16 units in a year. Those are all single units. Mm-hmm. Um these are multi people are buying multi-unit uh, development deals with us at this stage. Okay. So 42 units. Yeah. We, we didn't hit 42 units until year three and we, in year one, we just hit 42 units with pink zebra. That's so very different, um, but we're also seeing some different revenue levels that we were not aware of. Uh, we've, we've seen some unbelievable revenue levels. Uh, cool. We'll just, get into that in a minute. Cause I am interested in. So that, that's going to sped up the process too. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, when the good economics come out, people really gravitate towards it. So um, so the new owners get trained. Uh, they launch their business. Let's talk about marketing. Who's responsible for that? Um, is it the franchise owner? Is it the franchisor? Do you guys collaborate in that regard? How do we get, we're new to market. How do we get market share in the digital space and just recruiting new clients to uh, engage us for our services? Let's go yes, yes, and yes to all those questions. <laughs> Uh, we are going to do the marketing um, for them. That's kind of our bread and butter. That's what we knew well at uh, Two Mates World, whether it's search engine optimization or search engine marketing. We have a good handle on doing that for the franchisee. So we want to handle that initial uh, package to start. Now, granted, they're going to be spending about $2,500 for us for that SEO, for that search engine marketing work. Can they do collaborative? Please, that's what we're looking for, too. The franchise owner with us that's going to have exponential success doesn't just rely on what we do online or what we do in pay-per-click uh, and, and even what we do through direct mail. They are you know, aiding their growth by developing those relationships with Chamber of Commerce, B&I networking groups, building those relationships with realtors in the area. And when you come in with a new segment like this or a new mm-hmm. industry like we're trying to create here, realtors want to refer you to their customers because they want they want to be associated with somebody who makes their customer's life easier when they move to their new home that the realtor just helped them with. It helps their business. It helps our business. Um, so building those relationships with, with realtors is really the owner's responsibility. Something we okay. Do. So being yeah, the yeah. hands and feet marketing is up to the franchise owner for sure. 
And just to clarify the moving services for the audience, are these local moves? Are they out of area moves? Is it really up to the owner? How does that, that work? It, it's up to the owner, but 80% of all moves are going to be local. They're going to okay. be in-state moves. Everybody okay. kind of thinks everybody moves California to Florida all the time. They really don't. Right. Um, you Once you have your DOT license and you're, you're able to originate, move, and move wherever you want in the U.S., that's not an issue. But where our focus is on the local moves because that's 80 percent of the revenue yep i get it i mean the four times i've moved in the past 20 years have all been in virginia I haven't gone too that's far right. so i get that that's normally so, the case. yeah so let's talk about um territory so when a uh, an owner comes in um and they want to secure a territory for a single or a multi uh, how do you structure those um is it based on population is it based on residential rooftops how do you guys create a territory for a new franchise owner a territory is about half a million in population. Now, wow, that's big. It's big. Uh, so total, we'll probably we'll probably cap out at probably 550, 600 territories. That'll be all we'll be able to develop. What okay. we're looking to do is only do that with about 100 to 150 owners total. That's all we're looking for. Okay, so three to four uh, territories per owner. That's right. In that and, range. And okay. Again, we're not reinventing the wheel here on this part. Two, two men in a truck did the same. Two men in a truck is sold out, and they have 386 territories. They really okay. only have about 100 owners. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I mean, if you have owners that have the ability to scale, they're better capitalized, they can kind of grow quicker. And for you as an operator, you know, you have fewer people to kind of maintain those that's support right. relationships with. So it seems like a, a win-win. Actually, a, a secondary story to that, a follow-up, is really our two first owners, uh, David and Richard. Uh, they started in smaller market territories. In less than a year, they've already purchased their second. Okay, um, which, which markets were those? Uh, Richard started in Columbus. He just purchased Auburn. And um, David started in Montgomery, and he's purchasing his, purchasing his second territory. Should be closed next month. That's a pretty good sign. Very cool. So um, for a franchise owner, do you require, obviously there's an equipment investment. We'll get to the item seven in a minute, but does it require a physical office space to start this business? It does. Okay. And what does that look like? Is it generally like in a shared space? Do you go into a flex warehouse space? Do you go retail? Like where are you putting this office? Flex, flex warehouse space is normally where they're going to go. Um, you need a space for meeting. You need a space for storage of dollies and boxes and that kind of stuff. But it's going to be an industrial office space. Okay, fair enough. Um, so let's get into item seven. How much does it cost to become a Pink Zebra moving franchise owner for a single territory as well as a multi-unit territory? Yeah, you're looking at a single territory. You're probably about 120000 uh for that single territory, uh, really all in. Um Normally, we'll be able to finance the trucks or do leasing on the trucks, so some of that can be defrayed. But um, with a multi-territory, again, it really depends on the size of the territory you purchase. You're looking mm -hmm. at anywhere from 150 to 200,000. So I would say okay. between, you know, 100 140 to 200,000, really, in that right. range. And when you talked about leasing the vehicles, what is the recommended package in terms of moving vehicles for a new owner? Yeah, it's going to be two vehicles. They're going to have two 26-foot box trucks. They're okay. going to be wrapped with the Pink Zebra logo and branding. Uh, and then normally uh, our franchise owners are adding a third, like just a pickup truck that's wrapped as well. 
Yeah, I saw the branding. I mean, those trucks are going to really pop like a, mm -hmm. a moving billboard wherever they go around town. People are going to be like, what's that? And uh, right. kind of check it out. That's what we're saying. So, um, so let's talk about the role of the owner. Um, you know, what does the Pink Zebra franchise owner do on a day-to-day? -day? Well, they sit back, they relax in their uh, recliner and just collect checks. <laughs> It can't be that easy. Facts and uh, just count their money, I guess. No, yeah. not true. Not true. <laughs> We're not looking for absentee owners. Uh, probably have to have to be a little clear with that, I guess, because while we do provide the services to find staffing, general manager, while we do provide your marketing, we provide your call center, we provide your booking, we provide your literally everything on the back end from accounting to insurance to to marketing, to everything on the back end of that move we're going to be providing. And yet our business is going to be accelerated with, a, with an owner who gets involved, not moving boxes and also not completely hands off, but somebody who's involved with the business knows what's going on, oversees the business and really takes time and effort to grow that business in the community, shake hands, kiss babies, really be a brand ambassador for Pink Zebra in the community. Again, not being an expert on moving, no big deal. Yeah. Um, how do you move a grand piano? Don't worry about that. You know, it's not what we're doing here. Um, but the business yeah. owner is really overseeing that business. So we do allow for that semi-absentee. But again, we're still looking for about 10, 10 hours a week at minimum just to oversee that business, make sure it's going okay. right. So kind of based on the landscape of the current ownership that you've brought into the system, um, have you identified some key characteristic or traits that you look for in a candidate when they come to you and say, hey, I saw your concept. It looks really interesting. I want to be part of the team. What are you guys looking for? What, what makes a good owner for Pink Zebra? Hustle. 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 That's it. Uh, you know, male, female, don't care. Um, both have been successful. Um, backgrounds, lawyers, sounds good. Business owner, sounds fine. Um Gosh, I'm trying to think. A restaurant manager, even better. Uh, really, any walk of life. Uh, granted, if that person does not have hustle, it's going to be difficult. Uh, we have child so, daycare owners. We have doctors. We have all kind of different backgrounds. But uh, kind of a drive. We we need we want to we want to partner with somebody that we ultimately feel like is going to be successful at this. Right. So uh, fire in the belly. Is important. Right. You want them to be extroverts. They're going to be connectors in the community, and obviously, right. they have to come with some capital. That's right. Yep. Good deal. So let's talk a little bit about performance. Item nineteen. What can you share with us regarding the historical financial performance of Pink Zebra? I know you guys are relatively new, um, but you well, know, still, you know, well, this is something we're pretty transparent about. Uh, okay. I guess we were transparent about everything, but this is kind of we literally just drop in our P and L from our last year. So in our first year of operation, um, we did 686 on the top line. Mm -hmm. uh, to bottom line, we did 116 uh, to the bottom line. Wow. I can give you the exact numbers. One. And the total investment you said was like under 200K. So that's, that's a really right. pretty quick ROI. That's right. And again, we're not guaranteeing, guaranteeing any return sure. on investment. But literally, that's just what we saw in our first year. Uh, and that's not where we hope to be. You know, 686 top line is... If you're coming in expecting that, don't do this because yeah. the average moving company does about 3.4 million. The average McDonald's does about 2.8 million. So if you're coming in thinking 700,000 is a good top line and 100,000 is a good bottom line, 
and that was with a GM. We we did start that one semi absentee, so that was with a GM, hundred fifteen thousand to the bottom line, seventeen uh, percent margin. And again, in our item nineteen, it's three pra- three pages of a P and L. It just shows you month by month every expense we incurred and did that first year. Yeah, that's really helpful. At least think of a baseline and knowing the ambition is to get up to that million dollar plus mark. And, um, you know, once you see how those margins, you know, come through, that's, that's really helpful for someone to at least put a pro forma together based on how many territories they want to uh, invest in. So appreciate that. So um, I know you're an emerging brand and you touched on this earlier, but how many franchise owners have joined the system so far? We have 17 owners, 42 units. That's great. 17 and 42. Very cool. So that goes along with the fact that a lot of these owners are, you know, interested in capturing larger territories. Um, that's good stuff. So we covered a lot of ground here. Uh, before we part ways, anything else you want to mention about Pink Zebra moving? What I'd like to mention. Uh, really, we enjoy doing it. You know, we want to be partner with people that are going to enjoy doing it with us. We're, uh, we always say it's not a sale. This is not really a sell for us. We're not selling you anybody a franchise and crossing our fingers and hope for the best. We need people to be successful. And uh, you, you, our goal, our goal is pretty simple as franchisors is to make franchisees profitable and happy. That's it. Profitable and happy. Those two things. If you don't want to be profitable, don't do this. And if you cannot be happy, even if things go well, <laughs> don't do this. Because um, those are really the two goals we try to strive for in franchising. If you're not happy, we want to help you exit. If you're not profitable, we're going to help you exit. Because our success over doing this over 10 years is making other people profitable and successful. So even part of our you know, validation, I want people to talk to other owners we've done business with in other industries. Um, because... Ultimately, we're doing it because we love it and we want to partner with people that we want to do business with and have a good time with. Happy and profitable franchisees and happy customers sounds like a formula for a great deal of success. So if anyone listening would like to connect with David to discuss a pink zebra moving territory, contact me at FranchiseQB.com or on Twitter at QB FranchiseQB and I'll get you connected with him. Thank you so much, David, for taking the time to get in the huddle with us and speak about pink zebra moving. Thank you so much, Mike. I appreciate it. You got it. Thank you for listening to the Franchise QB podcast, where you're at the helm of your future as a franchise owner. If you enjoyed the content, please rate the show and recommend it to anyone that might be interested in franchising. Make sure to visit FranchiseQB.com to subscribe to my newsletter and for an actionable playbook to go from walk-on to legend in your new business. Follow us on Twitter at QB Franchise QB and join us every week for a new episode. See you next time. Visit FranchiseQB.com to take the next step of your journey towards wealth, independence, and franchise ownership. And remember, when working for the man gets old, you must do something bold. Thank you for listening.